This is Bigger Pockets Daily. Get ready for a bite-sized guide to building wealth through real estate. BiggerPockets.com offers the world's biggest real estate investing forum and thousands of blog articles like the one I'm about to share. We bring you these in audio form because you can't read when you're riding your bike or building a deck. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How should you invest in short-term rentals through a recession? By Alex Jarbo. One of the most frequently asked questions I've gotten in the last year has been about how I got into short-term rental investing. The answer? I started when I was a real estate agent seven years ago. I'd helped a couple of clients purchase STRs and was awestruck by the returns they saw. But when I started to look for a property, everything was either way out of my price range or it simply wouldn't have done well as an STR. So I decided to build a short-term rental. I found a general contractor to build it and a lender to provide a bulk of the financing. I put 10% down on the construction loan, which took about a year to build and furnish. This property was an 830-square-foot A-frame cabin that cost about $225,000 to acquire the land, build, and furnish. My out-of-pocket costs were about $30,000, which included the down payment, closing costs, furnishings, and holding costs. Last year, the A-frame did $80,720 in gross revenue and $52,000 in net. For my numbers nerd out there, that is an annual cash-on-cash return of 173%. Granted, this property was built before 2020, (laughs) but even after material and labor costs increase, the property would still get close to 100% ROI every year. So why am I sharing this? 
I truly believe that unique properties in the right location are practically recession-proof. My properties have been through the lockdowns and the current economic instability we're facing, yet my calendars have been fully booked up at 95% occupancy. Why unique properties will continue to dominate. Let's first start by defining what a unique property is. A unique property is where the short-term rental is an experience outside the city a guest is visiting. I like to call them Instagrammable properties. Examples of unique properties are A-frames, log cabins, tree houses, tiny houses, and themed glamping sets. There are thousands of different ideas that people have come up with for unique short-term rentals. Simply hop onto Airbnb and you can see some pretty crazy STRs that you can rent throughout the world. Examples of unique properties. So four years ago, I started saying on podcasts that, and to other short-term rental hosts, that hospitality in general is going through a transformation. My prediction was that more and more people would want to stay in a one-of-a-kind property that they could share on their social media and have a unique experience with. Something more than a bland hotel. Something more than a normal-looking single-family house. I can honestly say that the prediction couldn't be truer four years later. There is a crazy demand for unique stays across all online travel services like Airbnb and Verbo. So much so that Airbnb recently redid their whole website and algorithm to highlight unique properties. If the biggest player in the STR world is completely redesigning their company around unique properties, then I believe it's something that we should be taking note of. On top of the changes to their website, Airbnb recently announced a competition with cash prizes of up to 100k per project. The whole premise of the competition is to find unique property ideas submitted to them by hosts. If they like your project, they will pay up to 100 grand to get it off the ground so it can be rented on Airbnb. They're calling it the OMG Fund. National Parks and national forests. The second thing that I believe plays a huge role in an STR being recession-proof is location. Before you roll your eyes, <laughs> this goes beyond the old real estate adage of location, location, location. Over the course of seven years, I've learned that investing in STRs within 45 to 60 minutes of a national park or forest is a very effective strategy. I first heard of this strategy from fellow Bigger Pockets real estate podcast host and YouTuber, Rob Abbasolo. Two things make this strategy so powerful. National parks and forests have a built-in customer base. Since 2020, national parks and forests have seen record numbers come through. And even with higher gas prices, the demand doesn't seem to be slowing down. In 2021 alone, the Smoky Mountains saw 14.1 million visitors and over 12.745 million overnight stays. That's a lot of people. National parks and forests provide cheap recreational things to do. If you provide unique accommodations in markets like this, I firmly believe that a guest or a family looking for a place to stay will choose your unique property over a hotel or a normal-looking single-family house. What's important to consider is what is unique to the area you are looking to invest in. Log cabins tend to do well in the mountains. Modern contemporary homes will do better in desert markets like Joshua Tree, California. On the coast, some hosts rent out their docked boats as STRs on water. Some markets also tend to be less seasonal than beaches or ski towns. 
There are high and low seasons in every market, but in a national park or forest market, they tend to be less extreme, which means year-round bookings. Finally, another favorite part about national park markets is that they tend to be drive-in markets, meaning that people drive into them instead of flying to them. Even when flying to them, they rent cars to get around compared to ride-sharing services. Some of you might be saying, but Alex, the gas prices. And believe me, that's something I've heard for the past several months. When it comes to recessions, when it comes to market corrections, when it comes to downturns, whatever you want to call them, people don't stop traveling. They just take shorter trips. Instead of traveling overseas, maybe they take an extended weekend trip somewhere two to four hours away. I currently invest in Western North Carolina markets, and I've seen more guests coming from large metro cities two to four hours away from me. Cities like Charlotte, Raleigh, and Atlanta. In conclusion, two strategies to follow when investing in short-term rentals through this upcoming recession and beyond are to purchase and build unique properties and invest in scenic areas, preferably close to a national park or forest. Take a quick look at the homepages of all the online travel services like Airbnb and Verbo, and you will see a plethora of unique accommodations. It is what people want and will continue to want. These massive multinational companies wouldn't be betting their futures if it wasn't true. It is also undeniable that there is a need for capital preservation and good deals in these current market conditions. Short-term rentals are one of the most effective real estate classes to help you achieve that. You just have to ensure you are investing using the right principles. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, connecting with real estate investors in your market is one of the most valuable uses of your time. Visit biggerpockets.com events to find a meetup near you. See you tomorrow.